Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. There are competing women's soccer events this week. You will have the Portland Thorn playing in the final of the Women's International Champions Cup on Saturday against French Team Lyon. Attendance at Providence Park in Portland for last night's games was not announced. The event in Portland is organized by Relevant Sports Group. Meanwhile, you have a rival Women's Cup Championship in Louisville, Kentucky. That drew a record women's soccer crowd of about 7,300 at Lynn Family Stadium. And in that final, you'll have Racing Louisville against Bayern Munich. So two competing women's soccer events this week, amplifying the visibility of women's soccer. This is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, August 19th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. In a story we're going to be talking about a lot on the buzzcast over the next few months, The Athletic is reporting that Major League Baseball and the Players Association met in Denver on Monday and MLB made its first proposal covering core economic issues as the sides negotiate or work to negotiate a new collective bargaining agreement. The plan offered by Major League Baseball included lowering the initial luxury tax threshold and adding a salary floor, as MLB's proposal includes a four-tier luxury tax system, the new initial tier would begin at a payroll of $180 million and a tax rate would begin at 25%. The current system has the initial tier of luxury tax at $210 million and a tax rate starting at 20%. And the proposal includes that salary floor, which does not exist in baseball right now, and that would be set at $100 million. So what does this all mean? Well, the salary floor would attempt to address the Players Association concern that many teams are not spending nearly enough on player salaries to be successful and to win on the field. On the other side, the Players Association is not going to be interested in seeing the luxury tax threshold lower. They want it higher. They feel, of course, any luxury tax is an impediment to spending. Players have often felt that a luxury tax feels like a salary cap, and baseball players have long been against any type of salary cap. And even though you have a luxury tax threshold now in baseball, if baseball proposes to lower the tax threshold, the Players Association and, of course, the players will surely push back on that concept. Remember, this is very early. This is almost in the uh, early idea sharing stages between these two sides, and they'll have plenty more back and forth on these issues because the CBA expires at the end of the year. Like I said, you're going to hear a lot on continued negotiations between the players and the Players Association, but the good sign is they're talking. Now we'll see what any type of return offer the Players Association counters with. Let's shift to some other news. In a big disappointment to a number of NFL teams, Garth Brooks has canceled concerts at five 
different NFL stadiums. He will now not play at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati, Bank of America Stadium right here in my home of Charlotte, M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, and Nissan Stadium in Nashville. So why is this important? Well, one, it's both a financial loss for each of those teams and of course the venues as the teams would share in the revenue from that concert or in the case of Foxborough and the Patriots and the Kraft Sports Group, they would get all the revenue from that event because they own the facility. But it's also another creeping concern if fan capacity could be reduced at NFL stadiums at any time this season. Let's stay with that topic because the New Orleans Saints said that they will not refund season ticket holders for their tickets if the season ticket holders are unvaccinated or refuse to show a negative COVID test. The Saints added and said that they would not offer season ticket holders an option to opt out of the season. The Saints require fans to be either vaccinated or show a negative test. And this is clearly a very overt effort by the Saints to get fans, more fans, vaccinated. And the team will not offer any financial relief to those fans who have purchased tickets but have chosen not to be vaccinated. So this is another trend that you could see some other teams do. Meanwhile, everybody keeps an eye on the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said that the team will not require vaccination proof for entry, but masks are recommended. The Cowboys have their first home preseason game Saturday against the Texans at AT AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys policy, nothing new, really not surprising. Remember, last year, the Cowboys hosted fans at AT AT&T Stadium. They had had up to 31,000 fans for a game against the Steelers, and they led the NFL in total home attendance last year with more than 200,000 fans. So Jerry Jones saying the team will not require vaccination proof for entry. A couple of quick hitters as we end. We report a lot on U.S. team owners expanding their sports portfolio internationally. We have another club doing just that. MLS Chicago Fire owner Joe Mansueto has purchased a Swiss Super Club League FC Lugano. That'll give his MLS team a European partner club. So players could move between the clubs, and that's quite common. Around seven MLS clubs have similar relationships with a European club. Mansueto is still relatively new to team ownership. He purchased control of the fire in September of 2019. He's made a lot of changes. He's moved the fire to play at Soldier Field. He's brought on a new team president, and the team really looks to build its brand and its business in the attractive Chicago market. And right now, Mansueto makes another move by building out his sports assets by aligning with a Swiss club. And let's end the buzzcast with some news around ESPN, always a popular topic. Multiple reports have Max Kellerman expected to move on from ESPN's first take show where he debates issues with Stephen A. Smith. Kellerman is likely to go and take roles on ESPN's morning shows and have an afternoon TV talk show. So Max Kellerman getting some new roles at ESPN. And finally, a shout out to one of the good ones. Longtime columnist Jackie McMullen is retiring at the end of August from ESPN. She was really a staple on so many shows, including Around the Horn. She's been on Around the Horn since that show launched in 2002. I've read Jackie McMullen for years, one of the most connected basketball writers, but in my brief meetings with her, also one of the nicest people. She was the first woman to receive the Kirk Gowdy Media Award from the Basketball Hall of Fame. That was in 2010. Her final ESPN appearance will be on August 31st. A tip of the hat to the great work from Jackie McMullen, and I am sure 
She's not done. A couple of items from the home office. If you get a chance, please check out our latest podcast, SBJ iFactor, which features my conversation with WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon. She talks about leadership lessons and what she learned about the business from her father, Vince McMahon, her mother, Linda McMahon. Stephanie McMahon was a member of our Game Changers class of 2018. You can check that out on our website. And also, if you're in the team, ticketing, facility, and venue business, you need to join us for the Access Sports Facilities and Franchises and Ticketing Symposium. That's held over three days in Las Vegas, September 28th through September 30th. There'll be networking. There'll be a workshop on sales best practices. There'll be tours of both Allegiant Stadium and T-Mobile Arena. Should be a great three days. Hope you can join us. Register today by going to sportsbusinessjournal.com and seeing our events section. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, August 19th. I made Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, be good to each other, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.